And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps post game show. As always, my name is Sheldon Alexander. Thank you guys for tuning in to this, the Wrap It Up podcast. And the Raptors lose to the Brooklyn Nets. But I think it's one of those good job, good effort type games for the Toronto Raptors. And I think that if you're a Raptors fan, there's definitely some positive things you can take from that. I mean, there's still people holding on to the play-in game. There's still some people holding out to, you know, maybe you could play Brooklyn in the playoffs. I don't know, but wherever you guys lie, we're here to discuss all of that and more on this Wrap It Up podcast, which you can find us streaming live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash podcast. You can find us on YouTube, which is always YouTube.com. Sheldon Alexander is that channel. Like and subscribe there. That's how you support the movement, the podcast that is this, the Wrap It Up Network, part of the, the Wrap It Up Podcast, part of me, part of the On Blast Podcast Network. And yes, you know, we will discuss this game. And I know our diehards missed a couple games here where we weren't doing the pod and Schedule just got a little hectic, but obviously, as you guys know, whenever I can be here, I will be here even during this tough end of the season to your Toronto Raptors. So we're here and I see the people already in the YouTube chat. So I really appreciate all of you for tuning in to this because this is a big stretch for the Raps. This is a big week. The Raptors on their schedule. Obviously, this was the second night of a back to back. You're playing against KD and the Brooklyn Nets. And obviously, if you think about this game, second night of a back-to-back, you got your dub last night against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cool. More power to you. You get your wins when you can. But as mentioned, this is a big-time week. As the Raptors play Brooklyn tonight, obviously. Then on Thursday, they head to Denver. Saturday, you're in Utah. Sunday, you're in LA to take on the Lakers and then Tuesday you got Kawhi and the Clippers that's a tough stretch this is basically you know whatever hopes people have for the play-in tournament you will figure that out I think by the end of this week because what's going on standings wise is although the Wizards lost last night and their winning streak is over they're playing a whole lot better Their schedule is also a whole lot easier than the Raptors' schedule. So I don't anticipate the Raptors are going to like blow this whole trip. I think they'll win a couple games on this trip just because of the way the Raptors play. They'll catch someone sleeping. They'll come up big and, and they'll win. But I really think that at the end of this run, the people who are hoping for the play in tournament, those hopes might get dashed. And, you know, the Raptors, again, losing to the Brooklyn Nets, 116-103. And I think even if you had the Raptors losing this game, you know, you had that penciled in, it definitely didn't go down the way you thought it would go down, right? 116-103, the leading scorer for the Nets, not Kevin Durant, not Kyrie Irving, but Jeff Green with 22. In fact, the second leading scorer was Blake Griffin off the bench. I mean, he and KD tied at 17, but the point remains. If 
I tell you Brooklyn's two leading scorers, two of the three were Blake Griffin and Jeff Green, you might think the Raptors had a pretty good chance at winning this game. Mind you, they were in it. They were in it for a while. It was pretty close for a while. And Kevin Durant played 33 minutes in this game. Obviously, he's still working his way back. KD also had 10 rebounds in this game, which, you know, pretty solid. Um, But he's still on a bit of a minutes restriction. He played 33 minutes in this game. He had 17. But the real difference here for the Brooklyn Nets was, yes, Jeff Green leading the way with scoring. 22 points on 8 of 16 shooting. 8 rebounds for Jeff Green as well. 2 blocks, telling you he's holding down the middle. But also their bench. The Brooklyn Nets bench is mentioned. Blake Griffin with 17. Mike James. Who? If you know, you know. Mike James off the bench with 11 points. Tyler Johnson with 10 points. Nets rolled out 8 guys. And those 8 guys were able to get it done against the Toronto Raptors. And a lot of talk about in Raptorland has been, you know, just... This team finally being healthy, playing the majority of their guys, a new center rotation. And all of these things had some people thinking, you know, questioning, you know, what what's the legitimacy of this team? Is this a good basketball team? Is this a team that could give Brooklyn or give the the Sixers or the Bucks a bit of a go in the playoffs? And I think if you've watched this team this season, you know that's not the case. And that's not a diss, it's just facts at this point, right? Like this, the Raptors are a very solid team, and night in, night out, they're going to give teams a go. But the same issues still hold true in terms of what do you do in winning time. Because even with the Nets, right? The Nets kept this game close, and your man's Mike James, who? He was making plays down the stretch. But even as Mike James was making plays down the stretch... KD hit two big boy shots late in the fourth quarter. And that's just, you know, it sounds super simple, but that's kind of what the NBA is. Keep the game close and hope that at the end of the game, my best players are better than your best players. And this game was close down the stretch and Kevin Durant hit a couple shots. The Raptors did not. And if you're overall, you look at this game and you're the Raps and you say Kevin Durant was only 5 of 7 from the floor. Kyrie Irving was 3 of 13 from the floor. You would think that you probably had a really good chance of winning. That's until you flip over and you look at some of these lines for the Raps. Because for the Raptors, Kyle Lowry, 24 points, 8 of 14 shooting. Give him 6 assists as well. 6 of 9 from 3. Nice game for Kyle Lowry. OG Ananobi. OG's game's looking kind of spicy lately. And I don't mean spicy P, I mean nice. OG with 21 points in this game on 9 of 15 shooting. OG with 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, 3 of 5 from 3. In OG's game, you just see him a lot more confident in whatever it is that he's doing. Whether it's going to the basket, whether it's taking the 3. You're seeing him with a little more in his arsenal as he goes to the basket, able to finish in different ways. You're seeing the development of OG Ananobi's game. And I really think that you're, you're seeing signs and you might have some people looking over and being like, wait, is he going to be the guy over Pascal? And I don't think you got to make a choice because you don't, but it's just interesting watching the two of them this season. 
And I'm not saying this just on this night where Pascal Siakam struggled. 2 of 16, 10 points, 0 of 5 from 3, 7 rebounds in this game. Pascal Siakam struggled. And I'm going to say this, and I'm going to emphasize this, because it doesn't have to be one or the other, right? Both things are allowed to be true. It's allowed to be true that Pascal Siakam really struggled in this game because he struggled for the majority of the season. Part of the reason why he struggled could also be he's still recovering and it's the second night of a back-to-back and his breathing, conditioning is still not correct. Both of those things are allowed to be true. I know we live in this world sometimes where we think it has to be one thing or the other. It has to be black or white. There's no shades of gray, but that's not reality. And overall... You think about it, and if you're, you're the Raps and you're still trying to figure out how these guys are doing on the second night of back-to-backs as they ease their way back from COVID, and you look, Freddie struggled on the second night of a back-to-back. He was 4 of 17 in this game for 11 points. Pascal struggled. He was 2 of 16 in this game. And it makes you wonder, right? The Raps tried to play both, both of those guys. They tried to play all of their guys on back-to-back nights. Freddie played 42 minutes in this game. Didn't really play well. Pascal played 35 minutes in this game. Didn't really play well. But if you're going to give, if you're saying you're giving this season a go, giving these guys a chance to see if they can make it into the playing tournament, you got to let them play in this game because you got to get wins, right? You got to get wins. And I'm interested to see what ends up happening because obviously the next game's on Thursday. But then you got the back to back Utah and the Lakers. And what do you do there? That'll be really telling in terms of where the Raptors' heads are at in terms of this play-in tournament. Because as mentioned, Russ is out here talking greasy in post-games again. The Wizards are playing well. They're, you know, the the hidden secret. I know Raptors fans, it's tough sometimes, right? Because you watch a lot of Raptor games. But the reality is there's been a lot of teams this season that have been dealing with a lot of injuries, COVID issues, all of those same things, right? And the Wizards, much like the Raptors, were just, you know, they were decimated by injuries and by COVID early on in this season. And their team's still not healthy, but they're healthier than they were for the majority of the season. And Russ, I feel like, has played himself into better shape. Like, he just looks a lot more explosive than he did at the start of the year. But bottom line, those guys seem to be playing hard. Their they their win streak was just ended. Them and the Knicks had the longest winning streaks in the NBA, and both of their winning streaks ended last night. But at this point, the Wizards are still find themselves in tenth place right now, and they're a game ahead of the Chicago Bulls and a game a game and a half ahead of the Toronto Raptors. Now. I don't know. I, I don't know where the Raptors stand. And the, the other interesting part of all this is if you look ahead at the Raptors schedule, after that week I just mentioned, who's on the other side of that? Those Washington Wizards. So this this stretch here is huge, both for the people hoping for the play-in tournament and maybe those people on the other side that are looking at a draft pick, right? Because I've said it here, you know, I don't think they're going to tank because they're too good to like officially tank. They're losing games. They're just losing games, right? Because even when they're sitting guys, those guys coming off the bench are playing hard. You even saw that tonight. But overall, 
and I've had this standpoint, I've been having this conversation with my boys at work for a while now. The ninth pick, I'd much rather have the ninth pick than the 10th pick. I know people don't get that. I know people don't think that that's that much of a big deal, but it is. <laughs> it's funny because we're, I said this on a couple, a couple pods back, right? We we're talking about the Steph Curry draft, obviously, right? Where, you know, Minnesota did all their best to tank and they had two picks in the top 10 and they ended up taking Johnny Flynn and Ricky Rubio. And right after that went Steph Curry at seven, then right before the Knicks who were picking at eight. And the Knicks at eight ended up taking Jordan Hill. And the Raptors at nine took DeMar DeRozan. So if you're going to sit here and try to tell me that there's not much of a difference between the ninth pick and the eighth pick or the 10th pick, I'm just go through every draft. It matters. And you'd much rather have the higher draft pick. So again, they're not going to tank. That's not a thing. But it is in the back of my mind as I watch these games. I'm not wanting the Raptors to lose. I'm not rooting for the Raptors to lose because there's better ways you could spend your time than watching your team and hoping they lose, right? Plus, you know, my day job is putting together the openings for these Raptor games and it's a lot more fun when they win. Even if it is wins by, you know, Utah Wantanabe and Paul Watson. Remember that game? Seems so long ago now, doesn't it? But my point is, there's two ways you can look at what's going on with the Raps this season, and we're going to figure out just exactly where they are at the end of this week. But again, Raptors lose this one, a tough one to the Brooklyn Nets, and I can't overestimate this or overstate this, I guess is the term I should say, as a text message popped up on my screen right now that just said, how many Raptors fans thought it was the ex Raptor Mike James <laughs> and not this Mike James, who <laughs> there's some people who are listening who are really confused as to why I keep saying who, and there's other people, maybe like 5% of the pod listening right now. That's like, ha 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 laughing at me but hopefully laughing with me, who knows, either way, sometimes you make these jokes for the 5%, right, the people who get it, who really get it, anyways, if you know, you know, right, kids, uh, but yeah, Mike James off the bench was huge, in, especially in that fourth quarter, my guy had all of his 11 points in that fourth quarter, but he was also just making plays, also finished with eight assists in the game, but he was making plays, he wasn't afraid of the moment, even as the Raptors tried to pressure him, as he got the ball over half court, he was still making plays, it was good to see, it was good to see, just because it's a cool story, right, a dude getting thrown into the fire with KD and Kyrie right away, and, and now it's like, sink or swim, and my guy was swimming, swimming for sure but let's get to the comments here and again if you're watching this podcast no for the most part or this is what i'll say especially for the end of the season the best thing to do is like and subscribe on youtube that way if we're up after the game you're going to get a notification saying that we're up after the game so you can tune in and watch the show because i'll be honest with what's going on just schedule wise for me we got all the games on our network this week and so my schedule's a little busy. Like even for this game right now, <laughs> I, you know, I'll, I'll talk about this for our originals, our day ones that might actually care about this because that's who I do the show for, by the way. But uh, the people who might, 
who, you know, have been rocking with me for a while, know kind of what's been going on behind the scenes. I'll, I'll explain kind of just what's going on with me schedule wise. And uh, with us doing the opens and stuff, I've been figuring out as I switch jobs, just figuring out my schedule, you know, mornings, nights, kind of when I have edit time, all that fun stuff. But also, how do I integrate all that stuff with all the other stuff that I've always been doing? Whether it's a pod, whether, you know, what's been the last year and like working out in the mornings and stuff before work. And so today, for example, we did a good job in getting two of the the teases done. Uh, Or actually, I guess yesterday got one of the teases done, came home, worked out at night, which was weird, which is something I never really do. But it was weird. It was a mental thing. But then that way, got enough stuff done today stayed a little later at work to finish some stuff off to leave early for my editor so that I could work out in the morning before going into work and doing one of the teases so you know there is a world where I almost wasn't going to be able to make it home in time to do this podcast so that might happen more so for the rest of this season at certain points depending on our sched again so the best way to know if the wrap it up podcast is going on like and subscribe on youtube That way you get the notifications. And I promise I'm going to try to do this after each and every game. I'm going to try to. So just know that if it's not happening, like it didn't happen on the Saturday afternoon game because I was just wiped after getting everything ready for that game uh, job wise. And then there was another game last week, I think, where we were just super busy as well. But as mentioned, guys, just know if I can, I will. But let's get to the comments here. And the other reason to like and subscribe to the YouTube page is because that's where the chat is on Fuego. All the time, that's where the most people are. Having the conversation, discussing everything going on with your Toronto Raptors. Giving me the vibes in terms of what's going on with the squad. And let's check in there and see what the people are saying as I switch screens and my computer's not moving. But here we are. First comment goes to Owen. Owen says... Vladdy had more home runs today than Pascal had made field goals. Yo, is that true? (laughs) I gotta go. Oh, no, it is true. Damn. I was hoping that wasn't true. Vladdy had three home runs in this game. Pascal Siakam had two field goals. Yo, man. (laughs) I'm not trying to slander Pascal, but that's, that's the tweet of the night right there. That is the comment of the night. Owen, good job, my dude. Logan just says, yikes. I think that's in response to Owen's comment here. Uh, There's a lot of Vladdy talk going on in the chat, to be honest. And I don't blame y'all. Logan also says, I mean, that's a great team. And we were on a back-to-back. Sucks to lose this one, but it was a great game to watch. And I personally loved what I saw from our team tonight. Again, right? There's a different way that you can be watching the end of this season. You want to see Malachi, he's just gaining confidence. You can see him adding more and more confidence in terms of when he shoots and when he just decides, I'm going to shoot this one. Finished with 13 points in this game in 21 minutes, but 4 of 8 from the floor. Like, he looks like he's a dude that you can rely on, right? Ken Birch, a double-double, 13 points, 14 rebounds. Those are positive things that as this season winds down, No matter what, as a diehard Raptor fan, you can tune in and watch those things and see those things develop and take those silver linings. Aisha says, Pascal and Fred were the worst players on the court tonight, which is okay. You can't be great all the time. 
I am blaming Nick Nurse for keeping them in the game. Give Utah, Malachi more chances. That spicy P fast break turnover with three minutes left in the fourth down 10 was pretty bad. Pascal, I mean, he's had some tough goes this season, right? Like in crunch time when the Raps need him, he makes a lot of poor plays. Even in the games, I feel like when he plays well and his stat line is good, in crunch time, he just hasn't been there. And so when he's not playing well, he's not having a good game, and then also messing up in crunch time, it's just not a good look. It's a tough, it's been a tough year for Pascal Siakam. It really has. And I mean, if the couple more games go and the Raptors are losing and you're clearly out of it, would it really be a bad idea to shut down some of these guys who are still recovering? I'm just asking. And I'm not, and again, I'm not even saying that from Tank Nation. I'm saying that from health reasons. Because playing these guys on the second night of a back-to-back when clearly you could see they had nothing in the tank, I mean, who knows, right? But again, obviously, the Raptors have doctors who are way smarter than me. And Nick Nurse obviously is also way smarter than me. So I'll trust what they're doing for sure. Glow Girl Smile says, was a winnable game. KD and newbie Mike James made it more challenging. Tammy says, I'm not mad at this loss. Another comment asking, why did Fred play 41 minutes? Good question. Dub C's asking, Ananobi's looking fierce. OG is gaining confidence. And I always say that I try to, I'm on the other side of the OG train. Like, I'm not as hype on OG as everyone else is. I think he's a great 3 and D guy. I think he can hit the wide open three. I think he's a obviously an elite defender but I think sometimes Raptors fans are gassing a little too much when you know sometimes the baby Kawhi stuff come up and all that stuff just let the man develop his game is developing you're seeing more and more as the season goes along and just take that take those improvements and says this game could have been won uh it's nice to see Kyle get up for the big games he's a vet that's what he's gonna do top Tapa21 says, we played hard. Good effort. But this is great. The youngins got run and we lost. Rinse and repeat 10 or 11 more times and we good. I guess I see you're a part of Tank Nation. Salute to you. (laughs) Aisha says, by the end of this coming week, all the discussion of tanking will come to an end. Uh, More comments. Kyrie was giving extra effort in the end on D. For sure. Those guys, again, your star players... The game was close. Other guys were playing well for the Nets. Katie and Kyrie know that in that position, all they got to do is come in and close on the defensive end and on the offensive end, right? Like Steve Nash didn't bring those guys back in until way late in the fourth quarter. And why would he? If your bench was playing that great, what's what's the need? You know, at the end of the day, you're bringing in those two guys, especially once you're playing with the lead. You're bringing in your two guys at the end because you know they just got to get buckets. And what can KD and Kyrie do? Get buckets. Let's keep going though. A couple more comments here. Uh, Room for improvement for sure, but it's a good measurement of where we're at. Glow Girl Smile. Malachi has been the fourth quarter Flynn lately. Uh, More clutch than Van Vliet. Oof. Not ready to go there yet, but... Malachi is looking good. Malachi is looking good. I see why people are getting excited. A couple comments here. I was having a conversation earlier with a friend at work about the people turning on Siakam. 
Here's some comments. Double A says Pascal is mediocre with an exclamation mark. He's better than mediocre, but point taken. The next comment says Siakam being himself against another good team with two thumbs up. Uh, Truth Bear says Pascal has to stop with all the silly fouls. I agree with that. And he also has to stop yelling every time he drives to the basket. Like you yelling every time you drive to the basket is not going to make the refs want to give you the call. It's just not. It's just not. More comments. P.S. Our boy DeMar dropped 37 and 10 the other night. Yeah, that was in the OT game beating the Wiz. He did the raps a favor. DeMar doing the raps a favor. He tried, right? He tried. MC Maestro says it's too late for the Raps to make a run this year. They'll come up just short. The Wizards and Bulls have more motivation to make some noise this year. That's also true, right? Like this Raptors team, everything they've been through, um, there's a lot there. Bradley Beal and the Wiz are obviously trying to, like they got Russell Westbrook. They're trying to win, quote, air quotes, win. And the Bulls, are just trying to be relevant, both those teams, trying to be relevant for the first time in the while. The Raptors, as mentioned, still coming off that stench of winning an NBA title. And then with that, with winning an NBA title, you're not going to be focused. You're not going to care about the play-in tournament, right? That's not going to be something that you're focused on. So you're right with the comment in saying that the Wizards and Bulls have more motivation. Totally agree with that. Totally, totally, totally agree. <laughs> As I could see that, uh, oh, we're good. We're good. We're good. Our camera's back. Our camera's back. Uh, what else do we got here? I can't wait for this season to be over onwards and upwards. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, someone says another devastating loss. Uh, someone else laughing at Vladdy. Where where else are we here? A lot of comments. Oh, York Baller saying, Sheldon, we get it. Mike Jones. Yep. Who? Mike Jones. Well played. Uh, what else do we got here? Truth Bear, I have a feeling the West Coast trip is not going to be pretty. I got to agree with you. Can't even lie. Uh, Fly Miss says, just bring the tank commander Baines back and call it a year. <laughs> Yo. Head says, I realize that they are keeping Baines around to play against the good bigs at practice. <laughs> Yo. Oh, more comments. Kem Birch had 14 rebounds in this game. Baines only had 20 for this whole for his whole time here. Yo, come on, guys. The Bane slander. The Bane slander. What else we got? Uh, I don't want to see Baines anymore. LOL. Not after watching Kem Birch. Yeah, Kem Birch is trying to get paid, and Kyle's trying to get Kem Birch paid. So, yeah, this is just where we're at. This is what we're going to see. Lucas says, at least they competed. It's more than I can ask for at this point. Yeah, people want to see interesting games. They they gave the Nets a go. They made KD and Kyrie have to come in and close out the game. If you're the Raps, you take that. You definitely take that. Someone says, I think Chris Boucher should sit for the rest of the season. It's pretty much a wrap. Uh... Yeah, I mean, no no reason for Chris Boucher to come back if he's really hurt. No one wants to see that. But also, I think no one wants to see Aaron Baines either. So yes, the Kem Birch era continues for the Toronto Raptors, even in a loss. 
The Raptors will take the performance from your man's Kem Birch. He, is, he had 13 points and 14 rebounds for the Toronto Raptors. As the Raptors fall to Kyrie, KD, Jeff Green, and the Brooklyn Nets, your Toronto Raptors fall once again. What was the final score? 116 to 103. That's 116 to 103. Your Toronto Raptors lose to the Brooklyn Nets. I mentioned Jeff Green because in a shocker to most, Jeff Green was a leading scorer with 22 points for the Nets. Kevin Durant with just 17 points on 5 of 7 shooting. Kyrie Irving only had 9 points on 3 of 13 shooting. But it was the Brooklyn Nets bench led by Blake Griffin with 17 points. And how about 11 points in the fourth quarter for Mike James? Who? Mike James. Who? Anyways, he had 11 points, 8 assists in this game as he was a huge factor for the Brooklyn Nets bench as their 8 guys were able to beat the Raptors 116-103. to Kyle Lowry came up big with 24 points on 8 of 14 shooting, 6 assists for Kyle, 6 of 9 from 3. He got some help as he continues to hook up Ken Birch, who had 13 points and 14 rebounds for the Raps. OG also chipping in with 21 points, but struggles from Fred Van Fleet and Pascal Siakam. They both shot. Freddie was 4 of 17. Pascal was 2 of 16. They both struggled. Both outdone by Malachi Flynn coming off the bench with 13 points in 21 minutes off the bench. The Raptors lose on the second night of a back-to-back, which has been a familiar theme for this Toronto Raptors squad this season, but a busy week ahead as they continue their climb to try and see if they can make it into the play-in tournament, but it's going to be tough. As this week coming up, they got a game against the... <laughs> I just drew a blank. I totally just drew a blank. That's how you know I'm tired and it's been a long day, but we power through because this is the Wrap It Up podcast. This is what we do. But they got a game against the Denver Nuggets on Thursday. Then it's off to Utah. And then the Lakers and Clippers. Tough, tough week for the Toronto Raptors. But hey, if you want to make the playoffs, you got to go through some of the big boys. So hopefully we'll see where the Raptors end up at the end of this week. But for now, it's a loss. 116-103. to 103. Thank you guys for tuning in to this Wrap It Up podcast. You can find us streaming live after each and every Toronto Raptors game on Twitch. That's at twitch.tv slash onblastpodcast. Or you can find us, like and subscribe to the YouTube page. You get notifications if you subscribe to the YouTube page. Subscribe in English, by the way. You can find us youtube.com slash Sheldon Alexander. That way you know when we're here doing the pod after each and every game because I'll be honest with you, there might be some games where it'll be tough for me schedule-wise. But either way, you can find me wherever you get your podcasts. Also on Twitter, at Shell Alexander. You can also find me on Instagram, which is at Sheldon Alexander is the Instagram page where you can find more On Blast content. And of course, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and of course on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Tell your friends, Raptors fans, because there's still a lot going on. Still a lot to talk about in Raptors land. Again, 116-103. Raptors lose 
to the Brooklyn Nets. We'll be back here on Thursday following the Denver Nuggets game to discuss that and more. I used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps post-game show, as always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, see ya. Oh, blast.